Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Yes. You, you can't have a dog under tortoise. So it's never look, twain opinions, shall are very, meet. opinions are very split. So a lot of people that do go, oh yeah, you can, and then you go on the internet, and every single expert says, absolutely not, unless you've got a massive house, because you leave a dog alone with a tortoise, and they seem to be friends, and then all it takes is one second for the dog to go, what the hell is that, and then use it as a chew toy. <gasps> so it's very, like. very dangerous unless you have a like a big place, and um, you can definitely separate them. And I have a one bed flat, which I don't think is helpful. For wow. a dog. But before we get into it, we've asked Liz to bring her adult thing, apart from the fact that she has a dog, which obviously trumps yeah. all. Um, what is your adult thing this week, Liz? So my adult thing is uh, was born of having the dog, but since I've bought them, I've realised I should have had them for years. I bought can lids. I'm on, I'm on such tenderness. I've said it now, <laughs> so, so you can relieve that tension. Can lids. So... Uh, they're three, three, three for one pound twenty, and then they just go snug on the top of an open can. So you've used half your chopped tomatoes, little snug little can lid snaps on. I, I, it's very difficult to describe how satisfying it I is unless, them. unless what? I, I own oh, them. I'm I've had them in, for years. See, got them um, in varying different sizes, so I can do put it over a bowl if I wanted. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like. I don't want to keep it in the can. I don't know why I do that, because I could just keep it yeah, in the can. pour it into the um, bowl. <laughs> well, I'll just pour it into the bowl and then put the covering on. <laughs> yeah. Hang on. <laughs> yeah, so the reason was to get rid of the cling film. But previously, I would not see a need for... If I had a half-opened can of tomatoes, I would just put that in the fridge without... Not more on, like, that. <laughs> I was, that's I was, not, I just eat it. That's just fine. Just it. drink that straight down. Just save them waste. That's what but, I do, uh, genuinely. Yes, that is what you do. But you, I know, I just would put it in the fridge and then I'd think about it next time. But uh, dog food is really smelly. So I was like using um, cling film, which made me feel bad for the environment, but then also like having to find a hair tie to keep the cling film onto the can. Uh, Mm. And then I was like, there must be something out there. There's got to be another way. And there is. Where are you getting them from? Um, I wish it was a better answer, but it's the devil. But it's, yeah. 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 Understood. Yeah. 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 He comes around at night, you you summoned him. (laughs) I'm going to buy one right now. Yes. I I would encourage anyone to not get it from the (laughs) devil. But um, in lockdown, we've had to deal with some, we've had to throw some principles out the window um, Mm, in favour of not having smelly uh, fridges. Fridges, 100%. Well done, Liz. Well done. That's really, really, really good. And what's, what's yours, Tessa? Mine is that I have put up 
I was going to say, I was going to lie and say it's a shelf. It's not a shelf. It's a, it's a lamp attached to the wall. <laughs> and it's an old outdoor lamp that should, doesn't need to go inside. Too bright, if anything. No, it's quite pleasant. Okay, it, it's, it's It's circular and it's called... It, it, just imagine whatever you fancy. But there's no space for a bedside lamp. So I put one on the wall. I thought, this is quite smart. Nice little click on and off. And then to attach it to the wall... Um, I <laughs> was going to use those like command hooks and obviously it just toppled off immediately. And I was like, right, okay, I have to screw it in. You tried to attach a street lamp to your wall with a command hook. Yes, yes. <laughs> and it didn't work. So I had to screw it in and I got my drill out. And then this is the adult part. Here it comes. Is uh, I used raw plugs because normally I just look at them in the packet and I think, well, what are those? And throw them away. And then I just think, well, it's boring. I'll just use the screws. And then everything I attach to the wall falls out of the wall. So yeah. is a raw plug the thing that looks like a very colourful bit of... Like barbed a, like a, plastic. A, a knobbly boy. The knobbly boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yes, a barbed tiny, plastic. Yes, a tiny phallus. Yeah, Can you on. imagine a tiny... I know plastic what it is now. You, the bar plastic really opened up a whole that, window that of imagination. Opened it, that sold yeah. it to you. And you think they always are in the packet when you buy things, and then you're always like, chuck it out. Uh, what, what's the chuck that out? Obviously, <laughs> that's unnecessary. And then I thought, there's probably a reason that the entire DIY community uh, insist on these things. Mm. Ugh. So I did it. I did it correctly, and to my enormous disgruntlement. It works perfectly. Yeah. Very, very quickly, mine is that I've had the same bookmark for a year. I think oh, that's well incredibly impressive. Somebody once bought me a box of bookmarks for Christmas and I still, that was like 10 years ago and I still use them. So That's, that's really good. But was it one though? That's no, what I'm saying. Exactly. Um, okay, great. So dogs, dog town. Dog town. Let's start with... May I say that I'm, may I say that I'm very proud of you? Because this has been your dream for as long as I've known you. And you've been making an Excel spreadsheet called Dog for (laughs) that many years. Um, years. And you really, really prepped for this. And I'm really proud um, that he's here. Oh, thank you so much. I mean, I definitely, yeah. Wasn't there a time that I had like, I was saving for it for ages. And then then I didn't save for my, I was saving for a dog over my taxes. Then I had to use the the dog fund for my taxes. That was a sad moment. I really wanted to have a dog by the time I was 30. That was a sort of like weird thing I'd added into my life. Just a pressure to... Anyway, didn't achieve yeah, it. Yeah, pointless pressure. But, yeah. but um, he's here now. But he's here. And if I had achieved it, I wouldn't have had this dog. So you know, Again, you're not an expert at all. Um, but uh, you very much have an idea of how much a dog might cost and how much... So mm. how much like money would you save, do you think, before you get a dog? And should you even have money saved? I think you should obviously have if you're really saved. rich then fucking yeah shut up. obviously I'm really rich so yeah uh, no I think you should definitely have money saved I um uh some strange situation where uh, Edinburgh got cancelled so um the dog is paid for through Edinburgh refunds which is fun is the Edinburgh Fringe Festival that <laughs> yeah. is sadly not happening and there's yeah, a yeah. great show that was going there got it so uh so this dog is uh thank- thankful for the cancellation of the Edinburgh Fringe but um yes I think definitely save money because you have to buy like insurance dog food um emergency can, vet. can lids 
Um, can lid yeah so maybe have a look and do like a little dog budget yeah. before you uh to, to see how much like look at the food that you would buy and yeah you know google how much yeah. food they need to eat would be a, one piece of advice i haven't done because then you could work out how much it's going to cost i definitely think save money but also dogs are um some very expensive to buy and i also think in lockdown like bikes they've become suit they've become super expensive yeah so and i remember i went to I, every year i go to discover dogs at the custom xl center that's what i do every year just to torture myself and they always say i think it's the kennel club recommended yes, breeders yeah. they're the ones that you should always look for and then the other thing is you should also always never buy a puppy from a breeder where you can't see the mum because yeah. that implies that there's some dodgy shit going on so exactly. always make sure yeah. ideally the dad as well you want to see them you want to oh, see great. both the parents because they might say like, oh, the dad's a toy poodle. And then you see the, the dad and it's, you know, it's a house. An elephant. So, yeah. It's a rat king. It's a rat king. And the dad is a, a rat king. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Great. <laughs> it's lockdown. Yes. Um, but, you, but, but then on the other side, this is something that I definitely don't have any expertise, but I'm going to say anyway, is some of the most zhuzhi breeders online that have like the fanciest websites. Because I, I didn't just do this completely rashy i had like actually been to a couple of breeders like over the past few years just like maybe like once every six months i would just go and visit a breeder <laughs> hello me to browse and um and the ones that seem sometimes the ones that seem the best on the internet you go there and they feel like puppy farms like they've got a very nice mm. website and they're all very like nice sort of customer facing but it's like you can sense that they are producing like so and like everything they're doing is probably correct it just doesn't feel good like your gut Mm. is like there are too many puppies coming out of these dogs (laughs) understand yeah Yeah. that's a really really good thing to yeah trust your gut with that that if it feels dodgy it is dodgy yeah so i went to a couple and i was see the parents "Mm, feels a bit too commercial like it felt a bit like this was a business for them and so in the end i went with a, a breeder who was like a, a one-man shop and he was it was a passion of his and he That's had like, nice. like a couple of litters a year but not like ten thousand. what you what what things did you feel like you you needed to get ready and what things are you glad that you got sorted before dog time that you didn't realize mm. you'd have to well I thought I was really prepared I like I left mm. the house to go and get the dog and I was like yeah everything is ready here that's um, all you did. You uh, didn't do anything else. You just left the house to get the dog. Like, you were so prepared. Turn off the light. Also, lock the door. May Ready. I just pop in and say that Liz is so like, so Liz, when she wants to like buy a bag or some shoes or some trousers, will do research for months beforehand, mm. research all the different outlets, look on eBay, get the like exact, she has the exact fit she wants. And in contrast, I would just like buy 17 cheap ones and just break all of them. And then I'd be like, I need to be more like Liz with her preparation. So I very much um, trust that you did a lot of prep. I did a job. lot of prep and it was meaningless. It was like... What sort of prep was meaningless? So... Just, I mean, in the, if, it was meaningless in that, like, the stuff that I, the stuff that I prepped for was, like, great, that I had, like, everything I thought I needed. And then as soon as the dog arrived, I was like, oh, you need so much more. <laughs> I need to buy you more. I need to know more. I need uh, nothing uh, that I did is what, any What use. did you have? So what I had, um, so here's arrived. what I had. So about when I decided to get the dog, I 
um, I'd learned how to lay some turf. <laughs> so I have like Crucial. a little courtyard in the, in our flat has a little courtyard area and there's like a sort of dirt, there was a dirty sort of, I don't know, a plinth, a dirty plinth <laughs> at the top. Okay. And I was like, tell you what I'm going to do with that dirty plinth is I'm going to lay some turf. And this is like beginning of lockdowns. This was peak everyone's doing some DIY and um, no one's considering anything else other than like, I'll get some framing done. Great. And then I, so I lay some turf and I was like, perfect. That's where the dog will um, go to the toilet. Everything's sorted. Then I got, I got him a bed. I got him a crate. Crate is like a huge area of dog that is like, basically like where, how you toilet train them and how, where they sleep and everything. So I got a crate. Oh, is that the sort of like, almost like a fence thing that you put across and you bisect your room uh, with? See, that, we didn't get that. And that was the thing. Sorry. Well, I was like, I don't need that because I've got the crate. So the crate was like a little, it's like a little, it's essentially like a cage. And my boyfriend, Jim, could just keep calling it a cage. I'm like, please stop calling the area. That but I is it a cage? Dog in. They are cages, yeah. So they yeah. are like, but we, because I was... Say what you see. Say what you see. You got a cage for your tiny pet. Um, but I got one that was not, didn't look like a cage because I didn't want it to look like a cage. So I got one that was like made of fabric and had a zip and stuff. And is it, isn't this based on the, the sort of theory of like, that's, your dog feels safe going into yeah, a little box it's like thing? It's, it's not want, like Liz didn't buy a cage because no. she was like, I hate dogs. No, like, but like when, I think like a lot of people our age will have had dogs when they were kids and don't remember putting them in a cage. Like they no. just like, you just got a dog and then the dog was fine. But actually what was happening is your parents were probably doing a lot of the stuff and you were just cage like, work. you were going to bed at like 8pm and <laughs> getting up in the morning there was a puppy there. So I, yeah, they, it's because they want like an area that's like, that's like snug in theirs and that they can go into. But also they are less likely to, like all of us, we don't like to wee where we sleep. So if you can have an area that is for them to sleep in, then that will help them toilet train because they won't just like wee every five minutes. They'll be like, well, I'm in my bed, so I'll wait until I'm on the, on that grass that you've laid. And then Brilliant. I'll wee. That's the logic. Yeah. yeah. So that's, I got like a couple of toys, some treats, some food, and I was like, I'm ready. Dogtown. Dogtown. Dog arrives. <laughs> None of that matters. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Take us through why. <laughs> you can't put the dog in the cage slash crate <laughs> without it getting upset. Of course. But you know that. You know that that's going to happen. That. Everyone knows that's going to happen. So all the articles say, and there's a thousand million articles on the internet and books and YouTube videos and stuff. Have so, you found very quickly? Have you found a useful website? Yeah. So or my key—you don't have to go to this one, but I would say find one that is your guy, like or your woman that you like on the internet, and only listen to that one person because uh, otherwise you just have like conflicting advice. So we've gone with this uh, uh, McCann Dogs, which is a Canadian woman. <laughs> She's got a border collie. Love her. She's great. She's—I uh, trust her. She's very trustworthy. So like, loads of them like they just don't. There's like all these gaps in the information that you can't like, so it'll be like, how do I describe it? It's like, it will say, just put them in their crate and let them sleep through the night. And then another one will be like, make sure you get them up every two hours and let them wait. It's just so much, so many conflicting things. But the main thing is that like you, all the articles say it takes them like several days or weeks to get them used to going into this crate and making it their special place. 
So where are they sleeping for those first few weeks while they're, while they're terrified of their sleeping place? And where are they sleeping? Well, you, they, you, they've got to sleep in the thing. But in they're the scared bed. of it. <laughs> and that's the one thing you can't do is be like, oh, just have you come into my bed. So Why you can't sl- you put them in the bed with you? Because, because then, then there's no boundaries. Having, yeah, then, then, you're on a, then you're on a slippery slope, aren't you? I remember like when my parents got our dog we didn't have a crate but we had like a little kitchen and she had like a little um thing aside and she would howl for the first two nights and it was really upsetting and me and Gina would like come downstairs and be crying and my parents would like pick us up and like take us and be like no she's learning she misses her mum we're like she misses her mum but then it meant that like she or she knew where to go but I suppose it wasn't a crate it was a kitchen so I suppose it's slightly bigger but yeah that's just because but my- actually we found so the first three nights we just couldn't put him in the Kate slash crate cage because it was just too sad so we had so and uh so we ordered off the devil um a you know like a pen area thing so we mm. had we had like a, a box in a area <laughs> or you might say a cage in a cage <laughs> so yeah. we Got had it. like and we're like therefore he can like be sleeping there if he wants but he's also got like a bit of room and then I slept on the sofa um because you're meant to like just let them know that they haven't been taken away from their mum and their brothers and sisters and then abandoned so I was like sleeping on the sofa and then when he would whine I would like just like basically be like you're okay say soothing things uh until he went to sleep and then but that didn't work either because you guys probably aware I'm a very deep sleeper so even with a howling puppy <laughs> two meters away from me, I slept through it. And so, like one morning, this is like the second morning I woke up. He'd been he'd shat himself. He'd been sick, and he'd uh, it, he was just like everything was a mess. And he was like it was just very sad. And then like my boyfriend came down. I was like, well, at least he didn't howl. He was like, are you joking? <laughs> he howled all night, and you just slept through it. So you so piously being like, I'm here with you I'm and then here. just unconscious yeah. for twelve hours. Yeah. Um <laughs> so unhelpful. Yeah. And so that so the first three nights were hell and then we we're like we're just gonna have to put him properly in the crate. Put him down. Put <laughs> just gonna uh, sorry, sorry, this sorry, hasn't sorry. worked out. It's I I can't really joke about it because it hurts my heart too much. But yes, I'm it sorry, is a fun, sorry, it sorry, is a fun joke to make. Sorry, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Interestingly, about the first three nights being hard, that's so that is something that everyone has to keep in mind. And also, yes. I know we've got another friend who has a dog who you called and you were like, Emmett's yeah. shat himself and been sick. Is he dying? And Claudia was like, Oh no, oh, yeah. Heidi did that constantly for the first yeah. few days. It's just like a thing. It was, yeah, so around, around two of our uh, dog rearing friends, and one of them said it took them four months to get their dog to stop whining in the crate. And I was oh like, and they were just like, Yeah, 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 yeah it's going to be hell. And then on the flip side, our other dog-rearing friend said that she was just very much like, you're going in there, deal with it. And that she went for a sh- shower the first morning that she had this puppy and she came out of the shower and he'd shat and vomited <laughs> it just in the time that she was in the shower. She was like, Jesus Christ. So anyway, the point is, after like three days, of, and you're not sleeping at all, apart from me, I'm getting a good night's sleep. <laughs> Fantastic night, 12, 12 perfect hours. But none of your neighbours and your partner are sleeping. Um, or the dog. Or the dog, crucially. Anyway, the point is, uh, having got off the phone call with the friend who was like, it took us four months, it took him four months to stop whining in the crate. I was like, it's like my dog heard that conversation and was like, oh, no, 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 I won't be, I'll, it'll be okay. And then that night we blocked him in his thing proper and he hasn't since then made a sound at night. 
That's amazing. And, he's, and he like, is alive, crucially. Crucially. <laughs> so sticking to your guns with it and not because yeah. I suppose the, the thing is, it's like, oh, but that's cruel. But I suppose it's not cruel. Yeah. He needs to adjust for a yeah. few days. And then the joy happens. And now he like, it's like very pleasing because he just like, at 11 o'clock p.m. every night on the dot, he just takes himself to bed into his crate and then just gets wow. in. No, doesn't whine or anything. So you're like, oh, wow. And I, that was unfathomable, those first few mm. days. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. What was the transition bit that he knows that he just goes, that you just locked him in the thing and said, goodbye now, you go in there? I think he just like got used to the space. And so I think like he understood that we were upstairs because he uh, shat and then walked in his, in his poo and then vomited. We gave him a bath. And I think bringing him upstairs and like showing him that upstairs wasn't outside and we weren't leaving him. It was like, oh, okay, I understand the space now. Yeah. I'm inventing his thoughts here. Said, yeah, yeah, but I think that's hugely important to be, because if you've never seen outside the, uh, the room that you're in, there's no point the human being like, it's fine out there. You're like, well, I don't know that. Like, yeah. I've never... I don't know what the hell goes on out there. It could be yeah. anything. It's like a, a video game where the you like unlock new areas. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm on level one and it's so restrictive. He's like, level two, this is maximum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. human sleep. But it was weird um, that like making his space smaller helped. So it was like, mm. the, actually there was quite a big difference. The difference was we weren't putting him in a cage. So it wasn't a crate in an append off area with the door open. It was like, you are in this thing now. You're not allowed out of this tiny area. It's the thing that worked. Well, that's so, yeah. the case with like babies and cats and everybody wants to be like swaddled and be like, yeah. you're safe. You're, you're in. Safe. You're sm- this is a small... Yeah, you put a baby in a cot and then you don't go, oh my God, but I've imprisoned the baby. You're like, mm. the baby is safe and it's, yeah. Yeah, it's fine. So it's sort the of like baby a dog can't, Yeah, the baby can't go and like chew something while you're not looking. 100%. Classic baby <laughs> behaviour. Um, when you uh, first get a dog, the, the fear of uh, when, it's, when it throws up uh, did you not immediately want to take it to the vet? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I rang the vet at 3am um, on the second Great. night. But that uh, 
I had a really weird situation where we know that there are foxes in our garden. So, like, you're not allowed to get them... You're not allowed to take them outside for the first three weeks. That's crucial. So, yeah. like, you can't put them down on the ground outside at all for fear of disease. And um, we... Like, the second morning, I went outside and there was, like, a bag of raw meat scattered across the turf that I'd laid. Oh, my And it was, God. like, red, raw, chewed-up meat. And I was like, oh right, well, the, either the foxes have carried some meat they found and then abandoned it, or a crazy neighbour has uh, seen I've got a dog. This is where my mind was at. Put some seen meat on I've your got turf. a dog, poisons, hates dogs, poisons some meat, throwing some meat into our garden with the hope that the dog will eat the meat and die. That's, that You're was where my brain went. You yeah, weren't and sleeping. as I say, I, was, wow. I wasn't sleeping my usual 20 hours. <laughs> yeah. Um... <laughs> And so I like rang the vet, but because when he, and then he threw up like the next day. So I was like, right, well, I've, I've killed him instantly. Um, And rang the vet and sort of had to explain that scenario of like, I I think possibly like a crazy person has tried to kill my dog. Poison my dog with meat. With meat. And they were just like, oh, we don't think that. (laughs) 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 We, We don't think that's what's happened. Um, but it could be anything though. He was just like sick from, he, you know, the water's different in London or like I given him a treat that he's not, you know, they're, you've got to remember they're like tiny, tiny, tiny eight week old babies. So they eat anything. And so you don't have to panic too much. Yeah. And also he had like a full stick in his, in his sick. So you're like, well, that's probably it. Then if I ate a stick, I'd probably want to throw it up. So yeah, but I did panic. And I, and I, that was rather than the tiredness, the main thing that was hell for those first few weeks was like constant worry which i'm sure mm. any parent listening to this do you have a lot of parent listeners so i've got a couple yeah and they'll be like this is insane like you're it's just a dog wait till you have but, a human it's like a low level after. it's like a low level baby so yeah. it's like it, low when level baby you know it's not just oh i've got a dog and like now we're playing with the dog it's like you are res- fully responsible for something that yeah. is completely defenseless and it's just sick up a stick and, you can't, your and, and you can't. can't fully communicate the things to be like this is fine and, and it can't tell yeah. you why it's not fine and yeah but that's the just... same as a baby True. sorry i was talking about a baby then <laughs> oh that was <laughs> but the weeing like training it not to wee inside how do you do that if it can't go outside that was so after meat gate i didn't want to take him up onto that grass the grass that i'd laid anymore because i was like the foxes are here and the there's all that um, meat there so we made an even smaller area for him to wee in like just outside the door we basically mm. like built him like a wee cage for him to go out and wee in the same but like people in the countryside would be like oh it's fine like, just go in the garden it's absolutely fine but in yeah. London or in any city it's like really hard I don't know I, I he, it was just so, constant taking you have to take them out like there's there's like a list if you google like how often do puppies wee and I googled everything it, there's um it'll be like after every meal, uh, after playtime, when they've woken up, and also every 20 minutes. <laughs> so you're like, <laughs> we just say every, every 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Like, take them outside to wee so often. Do you shout at him when he wees inside? No, that's a crucial thing not to do. Good. Because um, then they just think that weeing, the act of weeing is bad. And so right. they, so then they go off and f- then they're like, oh, I need to wee, but I know the act of weeing is bad. So then they go and find a corner somewhere 
and we in a corner. And then you can't really tell them, then you can't really monitor it because they're just going and hiding and weeing somewhere. So you just have to accept that they're going to wee inside for a bit. But every time they wee outside, a lot of praise. Lot Which of is praise. the same Positive for life, I guess. Like when you do things wrong, just you have to be like, well, that, I've done that wrong. But everybody really do it right. Celebrate. A lot of so praise. So it's like, yeah, you get a, a dog treat. Yeah. You get a dog treat. So, yeah, so that was it really. And it, But if you actually catch them weeing inside, you're meant to like make a big loud noise, but not an angry noise. Just sort of like, whoa there, buddy, that's a wee happening <laughs> noise. <laughs> to, to, to like snap them out of the wee and then take them outside where they can carry on weeing. And then when they do it outside, you're like, yes, correct. That's- and also if you find a wee <laughs> inside, you yeah. shouldn't, um, but you didn't see it happen. You can't retrospectively like be like, mm. that's wrong. They don't understand that. No, you're just a woman pointing at the carpet. <laughs> What's like, the what do you think the biggest thing that you did not know? What's the like the number if you could go back in time, what's the one thing you'd so, you'd whisper to yourself through the window? If I could whisper through time, I would it would be the um the mental exhaustion of having to watch something constantly. So because mm. you can like we could pop him in an area with this um pen that we bought from the devil. Um but then still, like, he's in there for, like, a couple of minutes and then he's getting agitated or, like, being like, where are you? Why can't I just be with you? So you're just, like, constantly watching this thing. And that really, that was definitely, I definitely had some cries. Oh, for sure. Well, it's good to be prepared for that because, uh, like, I wouldn't have, I, I mean, now you say, I'm like, of course, of when course, I yeah. FaceTimed you and it was, like, every 10 seconds you're like, oh, I'm at Amazon, oh, no, I'm at... And because it's just constantly, it was very new. Yeah. And it's very, but I, it did make me go, oh, God, of course, you don't think about that element. You think no. about, like, the in my head I'm watching TV and the puppy's asleep or, like, gently playing with a toy, and I'm like, what a great image. Yeah. But it's shat everywhere, and it's also, yeah, I, I'm also crying because I've yeah. <laughs> I've had to just watch my do- watch it for, like... Watch it. And do nothing else. Yeah. Like, Everyone just has this sort of like attitude of like, I, I'm me and that's my dog and I don't have to think about it. And it's like having a puppy is like you don't have any personal identity. You're just concerned with what's in their mouth a lot of the time. Yeah. Has, it, has it got better? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like this podcast would have been absolutely unfathomable. This is, is that him yeah. has calmed down or you have just calmed down a bit more about what's in his mouth or there is actually less crazy stuff in, in his, his mouth. mouth? This is crucial. He can put a lot more in his mouth safely. So, like, first first month, there doesn't, like, exist. And please, if anyone has something, please send in for me personally. There doesn't exist anything that they can chew on or eat that doesn't make them sick because they're so tiny. So, like... Wow. So, like, all the chew toys. If you Google, like, chew toys for puppies, which is probably the thing that I've Googled every morning for the past eight weeks, is, like loads of reviews being like this is incredible this kept my dog amused for hours um because dogs need to chew but like then you'll go on the product and you'll look at it and it'll be like uh, only give to your dog over six months or like the the best one that we could find was four months so there's like a two-month gap where none of the products you can't give them any of the products wow. that are designed for the chewing and I really feel like I should um start a business in that niche market because like there's nothing. You, there's, there's, people say that you can give them, like, antler chews, but that's literally, like, antlers off a deer that have fallen in the woods. 
I don't know if the deers have fallen or oh if my. the antlers have fallen. And people have taken them up and like chopped them up. And then they have like puppy ones, which is where they've like cut them in half. So they're like, and they're like full of marrow and they're like really good for dogs to chew on. Don't worry. I don't think they're so kill- I don't think they're killing pretty- deers for this. I think. No, 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 no. Antlers just drop off of their own yeah. accord on, and in the season. But they are like eco. There's a company called like Wild and Green or something that make like sort of like eco dog things. Anyway. He, eat that. But what about a bone? Could you give him a bone? No, no, absolutely not. Bone splinters in there. Yeah, in their throat. So, uh, that's Bones what I mean about what's in their mouth. Is like nothing. He, it's not. So if you get like a product that's made for dogs, that's not like a natural thing, like a bone or an antler thing, then that's probably going to have stuff in it that will make them sick. Or if you give them something that's from the wild, like a bone or a thing, it will probably splinter their little tiny puppy teeth. Or their puppy oh, teeth aren't God. big enough to chew it. So there's like nothing in that gap when you're going crazy for like the first few months worth that they can safely chew. That's I mean, why it's like can... trying to eat your hair during that face <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And like uh, our friend Ben, who uh, was the person I called being like, <laughs> why won't he sleep? Uh, he was like, we gave him frozen carrots. And so we started giving him frozen carrots. I was going to suggest a carrot. Yeah. Giving him frozen I carrots, do it which he likes. Publicly, so I can't have the praise, but in my mind, that's what yes, I was going to suggest. I believe you. And, uh, and then the cheapest one of all, ice cubes. Although, if you Google it, there'll be a lot of people saying, don't give your dog ice cubes. And I'm like, oh, I just have to ignore those people because he seems to really like an ice cube. And I'm like, what's wrong with an ice cube? What's, what, what do they say is wrong with an ice cube? They'll they, choke. They, they'll, it will, it'll it's melt bad for them. It'll melt. Water melts. <laughs> okay. Um, wow. That's what the Frozen interest. carrots are great idea. It's very yeah. cute. The thought cute. of eating a little frozen carrot. Yeah, that is cute when he does it. Uh, but before that, there's nothing. Like, there, you get, there's a brand called Nyla Bone and they make lots of dog chews and Kong as well. But like, they don't, unless they're edible, it doesn't interest them for very long because they're like, this is a bit of plastic you've given me to chew on. And I'm like, fair enough, mate. I'm bored looking at it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I wanted to ask about in terms of space. I think a lot of people, especially in in, in cities, can be like, oh, I'll get a puppy. And they don't realise how small their flat is in relation to the puppy or how, do you know what I mean? Like, like, is it good? is Is it necessary to have, to make sure that you have enough space? And if not, do you need to definitely need a garden? I think that's just a breed thing. Because you definitely mm. wouldn't get wouldn't get a big old dog in a flat. It's just the toilet training that's so hard. So like, yeah, if you live in a flat, you're you, like take it downstairs ha- to yeah. outside. You every time. really have to take them outside like every half hour, every like to hour when they're young. And if you lived in like up the top of a flat, up the t- not even in like the top of a building. Like if you just lived in the top of your flat, <laughs> yeah, you have to get down to the bottom of your flat and then the bottom of the the building. The building. And that's and, yeah. half an hour just saying it. <laughs> do, do you have anything else that you'd like to, that you'd like to add? Because I, I thought that was really helpful and really, like, it's really interesting. Like, all that I didn't know half of those things. <laughs> I don't, I, I mean, obviously I'm not an expert. I think you, I think people should know that all the advice I've given is, is nonsense. <laughs> so that's Oh, no, that's crucial. good. No, you're just a person trying to make your way with a dog and with, that's what. That's why it's better. To and also, you. I think your thing is like you. Though it was tougher than you thought it was going to be, but also you're sailing through it. Yeah, it was like tougher. As in, I was prepared for it to be tough, but I was. I thought I could just prep, and therefore it would be less tough. But the prep is nonsense. And also, they do play a lot of uh, Frasier between eight and nine thirty a.m. So I've watched a lot 
of that. So that's quite good. So have some background mm. TV ready to go. Great. I think you did fantastic. Yeah, and also I think it's it's very it's very easy to um, listen to a dog expert talk about all these things, but it's really nice to listen to somebody who is in the middle of it, who is just who is learning, and it's a lot more relatable. And you're going to say a lot more sort of truth. Yeah, you're, spe- you're it- speaking truth to dog power. Thank you so much. That was really helpful and really really interesting. And I hope it helps you listening be like, oh, I know more about getting a dog now. I feel I feel like I've could never be prepped. Well, there's a lot of wig. Um, and if there's meat on your turf, call the vet. If there's meat on your turf, call the vet. Thank you so much, Liz. Do you want to give your uh, Twitter and Instagram or anything? Yeah, I mean, if you're interested in me just posting dog pictures from now on forevermore, uh, I'm at Liz Kingsman. Great. <laughs> that you can find her on Borderline, on Netflix, on uh, Palamont, on uh, the famously fictional French TV. <laughs> and when live comedy eventually gently resurfaces, Liz has a phenomenal show called One Woman Show. Oh, very good. I thoroughly recommend um, seeing when it's legal. When, when it's, it's legal, legal to do so. Please legal don't watch it illegally, guys. Come on, guys. we got to stop this. Uh, and please do uh, get in touch with us um, if you have any episodes that you'd like us to do in the future. We're at Nobody Panic Pod and I'm at Stevie M. Yes, is a five. Blah. I'm at Tessa Coates. The Twitter is uh, Nobody Panic Pod. And what we really want to see is the pictures of your puppies. Yeah, that's mm. kind of all that you should do, really. Just, t- just send us pictures of your dogs. Have please. you got one in lockdown? Have you always had one? Are you thinking of it? Send them. Send or it, have you not got one and you've just seen a good one? Do you, does, any, does anyone know what they can chew when they're young? Does anyone please know what they can chew when they're young? Yes, or please. if you just want to tell Liz that you back her new business idea, write yes. in with that as well. Yeah, if you're an angel investor, yeah. please. Um, yes, thank you so much. And I guess we will see you next week for more of this. <laughs> thank you so much, Liz. Thank you, Stevie. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. 
Hi, I'm Lucy Beaumont. And guess what? I'm Sam Campbell. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you might enjoy our podcast. It's called Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brains. It, we have a podcast and uh, it might be, I, I probably don't want to sound, um, you know, like I'm bragging, but it's dynamite. It is electric. It's high voltage. And please, we really need you to listen. You don't understand how much we need this. Is it on all the platforms? Oh, it absolutely is. But um, yeah, we, th- this one is coming. This one's out now. Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brands.